Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. We're back again. Back at it. Dave, myself, uh, this week we have a third person live with us where we're recording, and it is my beautiful wife, Mila. Hello, everyone. Why don't you say hello? You just did? I know. Cool. Why don't <laughs> Bob gets so nervous when I'm Way, to, way to throw the beautiful in there, Bobby. Well done. <laughs> Gotta do what I do. <laughs> what could you possibly be nervous about? He. Oh, about him. He gets nervous. Oh, he gets nervous. I do get <laughs> nervous. All right. How about you just tell the podcast listeners all your marriage issues? Let's talk about it. What is it? <laughs> um, I'll be like Dr. Phil, huh? I really we, fuck shit up. We, we would need like five hours. I don't think least. I have enough space on the computer. Are you guys kidding me? Every time I come over here, you guys are holding hands, hugging, <laughs> kissing each other on the mouth and whatnot. I got to leave sometimes. It's crazy in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we brought Mila in this week. Um, if you guys remember a few podcasts back, me and her did a quick one and we were going to bring her in on a segment this week because she does provide a, an interesting, uh, point of view on certain things. Let me say it wasn't just a quick one. It was a very good podcast. It was a good, in my opinion, it it was a very good podcast. I enjoyed it very much. I've had a lot of positive feedback on it. That's why I've been, I think last week on the pod. Phil came out and said he just didn't listen to it. Yeah. That's not surprising to me. The people who said they didn't listen to it are not shocked. No, exactly. The people that I um, had have talked to and the feedback that I've gotten on that podcast, it was was very positive. Um, I think it spoke to people uh, who've been through some shit and who dealt with some shit and uh, that they can identify with deciding to keep, like, uh, like I have, I've decided to keep a positive attitude towards things. Even though it is definitely not easy in my situation, no. but uh, I have. And that's my choice. Right. And I think a, a, another big thing about it is, you know, um, going back to Phil and some other people, especially us with the American culture, we're not very known for opening up that side of our no. selves. <laughs> no, and not at all. where Mila, she just kind of throws it all out there and is like, hey, this is what it is. You guys can listen to it, you can fuck off, or you can use it and actually help yourselves. And that's why I actually wanted to get the both of you on here together is because we were doing that. And like, obviously I live with her, so I see a lot of the stuff that she Mm -hmm. does and that she talks about. Right. And I see a lot of those practices in you and how you've gotten to where you are right now from as opposed to a couple months ago. Right. I mean, for what, I don't really want to get into what happened to me, but something pretty awful did happen to me. Yes. I think I decided I could make a choice, uh, either uh, spew a lot of hate and be angry and hateful at this person, or I could choose to take a more positive aspect about things. Um, even though I may have felt a certain way about it, I decided to stay positive, um, not only for myself, but for my kids. Because when kids are involved, then you, if you have a negative attitude or you speak negative about somebody, no matter how your kids try to see things, that's the way that they're going to see it, in my opinion. So staying positive for me helped to also stay positive for them and maybe for some other people as well. So, you know, I've had people who've come up to me and asked me, man, how could you uh, forgive somebody for what happened? Or how could you um, continue to stay positive, even though it really is a negative situation? It's, it's, it's really is your personal choice. Yeah, you got to fight yourself. Your first person you're going to battle is yourself. And that's that's a fact. You You get angry. You... You always say to yourself, it didn't have to be this way. It doesn't make sense. But then you just got to realize you are where you are. You can't go back. And if you choose to go positive forward, 
then things really, for me, have turned out, I think, a lot better. Um, but it's been difficult. It's not easy. I mean, not going to lie. Like I said, there's days where I'm just like, you know, fuck this shit. I can't deal with it. But then maybe 30 minutes later, I think about it again and say, all right, you know, get positive. You know, I have my own counting method. I've adapted what I do. I count to 10. That's just something I do because I'm very quick. If you ask any of my friends, That's my I'm, thing. I'm very zero to 60 and I'm usually idling at about 50. So Same. I really, you really have to take a step back and you have to choose to take control of yourself because mm -hmm. if you don't, then you're just going crazy in the world and going wild and that shit just doesn't work. It just doesn't work for me. That's my personal choice. So um, I'm, I'm aligned with your wife on a lot mm. of this stuff. I mean, if you read, I spend a lot of time at night, you know, I have um, a kind of like a relaxation app that I listen to at night before I go to sleep. I count myself down. I think about the day. Mm -hmm. I've actually started meditating and that sounds kind of maybe, I don't know. That's great. Gay? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. Like if you tell some people, hey, I, I meditate, I, I do my time, I spend... I take 10 minutes to myself and that's right. all I do right now because that's all I can do. Right. No, it's I can't, good. I can't sit more quiet for more than 10 minutes. I just can't. But each month I try to go a little bit longer, maybe add 30 seconds. I know some people who can meditate for hours on end. I can't. I'm a 10 minute guy and that's it, right? Yeah. That's we, like I was saying in the podcast that me and Mila did, she plays a, there's a meditation thing that we do at night and it is nice. It's great. Yeah. But I don't think either of us have ever heard the full thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what's, what's interesting about that? I always, like, we start listening and then I feel like I, I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. yeah. I fell asleep and then every time when it comes to the end, I'm wide awake. Right. So I'm, I'm not asleep. I'm really in a deep state of mind. Mm -hmm. And you, you, quiet, you quiet your mind, you know through meditation and really it's the best thing you 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 look through on the internet all the experts out there there will tell you meditation is the best thing you can do to heal yourself from whatever it is whether it's physical or emotional uh, any kind of stress situation you really should 10 minutes is wonderful it's an for if, me it's if, enough even if you do only 10 minutes it's wonderful you don't need to sit for three hours no. to meditate there is i don't have time plenty for of practices that are <laughs> yeah. short and we don't have time but if you take that 10 minutes to just calm your mind down you know just get because we have so many thoughts racing through our head all the time when you take that time to quiet your mind down then you see things from a different perspective. You can add like the positive outlook that you're taking. You know, I, I know obviously situation uh, that you were in, and but it's, um, you know, it's like you say, we have a choice. You can choose to stay in the victim mentality or you can say, I want to be a survivor. I want to be there in a positive attitude. I want to take from this situation whatever I can moving forward and turn it into a positive and and that's basically what you're doing and this is great because this will help your kids because Absolutely. they need you right now and you being strong for that that that's amazing well i think really great. i think also if you take the 10 the 10 minutes that we were talking about and if you just if some people would just sit for a couple minutes in a quiet area turn everything else off you know just turn everything off sit in a quiet room you know, I don't really, me, myself, it doesn't work for me to lay down. So I'm kind of a sitting person and I kind of, you know, think about things and I relax. I let my arms hang down. 
And I just kind of try to shut off the world. And if you somebody tries to do that, just try to do it for two minutes. And a lot of times you can't shut your brain off. And I think that was the most difficult thing for me to get past is to learn how to shut your brain off because we all have responsibilities. We all have hardships in our life. We all have things to think about. Um, and I did this, I made it to five minutes once and I was impressed that I could shut myself down and just relax. And then I started to make it to six, seven, like I said, and you climb up to 10. And for me, 10 was the maximum. And I just realized anything more than that. And I felt like, I didn't feel like I was wasting time, but I just felt like I was, I was to the point I needed to be. I found where I needed to be. Um, also, there's been three or four times that I've really had time to think about situations and times that um, maybe I said something that wasn't the best um, or I said something that to somebody that I regretted. And I've actually called them and apologized because you have time to really think about things, really shut down. And afterwards, you feel like this. I don't want to say a moment of clarity, but it kind of is for me for about mm -hmm. 20 minutes. And I can really think about situations I had during the day and realize, you know what, Dave? You were the asshole here. <clears throat> it's, your, it's your fault this time, and maybe you should apologize. So um, I would say, Bob, I would say to actually try to give it a go one time. Well, I do go. I do give it a go. But like you said, I'm also the kind of thing, like, it's most of the time it's the worst with me and our oldest you know, you say you run, you know, you go zero to 60, but you're idling at 50. Mm -hmm. Same here. But my daughter, she likes to jump at me face first with a can of gasoline and pour something that's already a fire. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's hard. We butt heads a lot with that. Maybe you two can meditate and, together. No, you're just too much alike. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. we are each other. exactly alike. Yeah, I came in and she had that awful sweater on, so... Best sweater ever. Yeah, big old Ohio on it. Ohio awful. State Buckeyes. Um, I, I just, I enjoy it myself. And I, I recommend to anybody who's actually listening. Um, I know sometimes you think, oh, meditation, whatever. And you picture some, I don't know, somebody in yoga pants with their legs crossed. That's really not it. It's more. But that part is well worth it. Trust me. The, the yoga, yoga pants? Bed. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Bobby did yoga with me for about a year. And it's really good. It it actually is yeah, good. We yeah, went to well, we we did a class every Sunday morning at the um at the, at the gym that we used to belong to, and it was great. I agree. I did it for three weeks in the um the Raya that I went to the recreational oh, yeah, getaway the, for three weeks. They had it, and you could decide to participate in a couple of classes, and mm -hmm. I did. It's it's I couldn't do everything at that point because right my now I, chest was healing, but I mean, yeah, but it's great. I mean, especially. Be sit in the back, you know. It's, right. it's a good that's what we did. We I, sat in the back, and my I, yeah. I couldn't do. I just feel weird lot. if I'm sitting at the front and you're doing like you bent over, your ass is all out. It's not for me. Yeah. Well, uh, I just actually recorded a video and posted it on YouTube uh, with yoga. And the point of yoga is real quick, not to take you off topic. The yoga, uh, the way I see it, I do it a combination of yoga and meditation. I do it sometimes before I go to bed, especially when I come home and I'm so tired that I, I'm, I'm just like, I can't, I can't take one more word. I can't take anything. That's the time to do it. You go and you do the yoga and it moves the energy that's stagnant in your body from sitting in front of the computer or sitting in the same position all day. Um, you get energy blocks in your body and when you do yoga through movement that energy gets loosened again mm -hmm. and it it can circulate in your body much better and then um, at the end I add like a short meditation practice practice to it 
and then I get up after that 10-15 minutes and I am like new and I can sleep much better after mm. that. So anybody who wants to try yoga, I can only suggest you do. But I was also going to say, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about it, that, um, you know, you can talk about it all you want. It helped you. I found myself in this, we can tell Bobby whatever we want. He sees it all the time. Until your time comes, nobody can make you. Yeah. No, you got to want to You get to a point where you see, okay, I have to do something, something different because everything else is not working. And that's, that's when you start. Yeah. If you can start before that time comes, good for you. But if you don't, that's, you know, you can't push anyone. Just try it. Just try to, just try to, to do two minutes, Bob. And I don't mean two minutes of meditation. I mean, literally just sit for two minutes and try to control your thoughts. Just try it. I'm telling you, it's going to be the most frustrating thing you do. Oh, in the it's beginning. super frustrating yeah. for me. I, that's the thing. My, my brain, I have, uh, my imagination is. Filthy. Already itself, not only filthy, but it just, it just goes and it runs away from yeah. me. It it goes to places like it goes from best case to worst case and everything in between before I know what the hell's going on, and that's yeah. I can't stop that. Well, you know what you can do is that when you when you sit there and you have like these thoughts and you're focusing on one situation, you're like, oh my god, what am I gonna do when this happens and when this happens? Don't go from when this happens and then this happens. Go when this happens. And then go, okay, if this happens, then this is going to happen. And then what? And then what? And then what? And then what? And then you're going to come to the point where it's like, and then nothing. Yeah. And then you're done. You, you close that cycle. And then you go to the next thing that's going to happen. You go, and then what? And then what? And then what? And then what? And then you're going to get to the point where it's like, and then nothing. Yeah. At some point, you're like, okay, either I can change it or I cannot. And that's it. And you close the cycle and you, you're quiet. You, you let go of that. Mm. You know? She makes it sound so simple. <laughs> she does. And it's with somebody who's, you can tell when you're talking to somebody who has done this a long time yeah. and has been engaged in this for a long time, that to them, the first, this, this stuff is, it's not simple for them either, but they've simplified it. And that's the, that's the whole thing. You got to find, like, you can read a book. And you can tell, and I've listened to tons of apps. I've listened to all kinds of things. And because I had to find something for me when I was in the hospital and I was just kind of uh, laying there with, with really, honestly, just getting better and nothing better to do. You know, I talked to a therapist at the beginning and he was like, well, you have ways of approaching it. And they actually came into my hospital room and talked to me like probably a week after things happened. And then. Once, once I got that initial thing out and once I got done crying about it and getting upset about it and realizing that now I can't go back and change things, even if you just can't, you no. want to, it's, and it's the worst feeling because you realize if you'd have just made a few different choices, things would have turned out different for everybody. So once I did that, I kind of, you know, listened to some things on YouTube, did some things myself and I found my own way of dealing with it, which was in meditation. That's what I decided to do. Um, my roommate definitely didn't help in there because he didn't know what the hell I was doing when I was like, hey, can you just be quiet for the next well, five minutes or so? He had to turn the TV on and then trying to meditate with the TV on. It's, you, no, you it, can't. Yeah, you can't. But actually, I think it helped me a little bit because it kind of helped me to things your, out. Right. Probably breaks up your thought process a little bit. The point I'm trying to make in a roundabout way is find your own way, Bob. If your way's doing whatever the hell you got to do, find it. Right. 
And That's for everyone, really. Yeah. You can read the same book and it's not going to affect you in the same way, but take an idea, you know, get curious about it, start looking, start trying, and that's really the way to start. Just. I also wanted to add, since you're on, I want to say thank you for coming on, though. Um, <laughs> no you don't have to be nervous. Uh, and I think from what the people I talked to, they got a huge positive feedback. Uh, from your initial conversation. So I'm actually hoping that you guys will do another one together. Yeah, Excellent. definitely. I'd like to, but she told me to take this podcast and put it up my butthole today. She actually did. <laughs> I actually heard that. She actually, those exact words, take well, your podcast and put it in your butthole. there was a story behind it, which I'm not going to get into. <laughs> well, last week you thought you were going to be on the podcast. You went outside and you only saw two mics. And you realized, okay, one of those mics is probably for Dave. And I guess we're not doing a podcast together, Bobby. That's Take your podcast and put it um, inside your butthole. You know, this is his thing. And, and I am so happy that, that you guys are doing this. But because for yeah. a while there, he was in a kind of a dark place. And I'm happy to see that he's, you know, meeting up with people and doing something that's fun for him. And it's, it, it is inspiring to me, actually. Because I am thinking about starting my own podcast, but in a more spiritual way. <laughs> would you? My question to you was: Would you do the podcast in, in English or would you do it in I Russian? I would do it in English. Okay. It's the easiest language for me, believe me or not. Uh, there is sometimes people. I have a group of people that are interested in that kind of stuff, and they want to get into a Russian thing, mm -hmm. and I try to do some videos in German, and it's. You know, it's kind of hard to decide which way, but I think I would do it in English because all the information that I take in is in English. All the books I read is in English. It's mm -hmm. all in English. Right. So it's easier for me to talk it's about it. English is pretty universal. I mean, right. let's, you know, let's be honest. It's a lazy language. Most people have a very, very basic knowledge of it. Right. Um, to where how many people do you know that can speak Russian and German? Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. that can speak all three? Right. I, I, I only know very few. No. <laughs> I know I know one guy who I work with, and but he is also... Actually, no, he's not. He's originally actually from Russia, Russia, but he speaks five languages. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a smart guy, though. So, I mean, it's, it is a rarity. It's, it's, it exactly. really is a unicorn. Yeah. It really is. Um, I, I had a question for you from the last podcast. How is this topic approached in Russia? There, I mean, um, it really doesn't matter where you look right now around the world. Mm -hmm. In every country, people are waking up. But I think the harder the life is in the country, the more difficult it is to get to that point. So there is definitely a lot of people, a mm. lot of people that try different things. But spirituality is very big and depends on where you go in Russia. Like, but... There's different groups all around. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is big. It's so, big everywhere right now. Now, how you just said that, um, you know, it depends where you go and stuff like that. My question is, because you still have a lot of family over there, especially in, um, in Kazakhstan. You know, they're spread out throughout what used to be the Soviet Union, yes. uh, mainly in Kazakhstan. How does it differ today? from then when it was 20 years ago. Um, the life in general, or what do you mean? Yeah, or people, I mean, 
back then, do you think there was people that would have been more open to this? Oh, no. That, yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, growing up, it was, a, you know, it was communism. There yeah. was no church. There was no spirituality. So a subject like this would have been taboo. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. I grew up in a very small village where on the outside, it was all communistic. We did have women that called rain mm -hmm. and did like little dances. We definitely had people that healed uh, toothaches by applying energy healing. Okay. But it was very quiet behind the door kind of mm -hmm. thing. That, of course, now you can be more open with this. Back then it was, and it was much smaller. I mean, people knew that people existed that could help you with things, but it's, you know, it wasn't very open. Mm. It wasn't promoted. Like I said, there was no church. There was no kind of, at school it was all about communism and I always find these stories fascinating. Me I too. Because we, will, we, you know, we grew up freedom, freedom, yeah. freedom. Right. Just, you know. We felt free. We felt free. We didn't feel like we were uh, made to do this. You grew up with this. You accepted this as something great. And you stood behind yeah. it. You know, we were very patriotic and right. behind yeah, these communistic yeah. ideas. And we, we had a good life. Right. I mean, we had everything at the stores. And when the Soviet Union went down, that's when it kind of started to deteriorate mm -hmm. because that. I could imagine it was way more. When, the com when communism fell, that's probably when corruption was at the absolute worst. Of course. I'm sure there was corruption before that. Too. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, I know there was. But I mean. That's it where people just, really yeah, got. I'm sure that's where people you know, decided to take some of these government-owned businesses. Pigs get fat, them. hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. That's where it goes. But <laughs> you just imagine in any country, if you switch that drastically from one regime to the next, you need time to adjust. It's right. not possible to go from one to the next. But back then, I mean, we were doing good. You know, people had money they worked life was very balanced yeah. we were all taken care of did you have ketchup we didn't have ketchup we had fresh tomatoes from our own garden oh, that's different. way better see they what they did like they i'll give you that one that is yeah. when mila says she comes from a small village she comes from a small village have you been back there bobby no I knew every single person that well, lived not, in our village. Not now. only that, you guys lived off... I mean, what you guys had is... It came from you guys. I don't know... We had stores. I mean, you but could yeah, buy But yeah, but you guys stuff. didn't really rely a whole lot on stores. Well, we had our own garden where we gardened everything. We had our potato field that we planted every... The cows. You know, we had our own stuff. We had our... Your dad's we fish. Had, we had cows. We had Yeah, chickens. but people used to do that here as well. I mean... Yeah, that's that all was gone just now. The everybody was, right. yeah. and they still live that way. When was the village. last time you were back there? Uh, actually, what was it was it? two years, years ago, two or three years ago. Why yeah, didn't you go, Bob? That was not, not possible. Oh, okay, that was not possible at the time because it was school time. I took uh, off and went because. Do, do you have a desire to go? Not really. I would find I mean, it fascinating. I, I would love to go there, but how I am, I'm a very, very picky eater. I will I don't see, die. I don't see you survive. I will die. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back and look like I was. <laughs> now, now let me let me switch it up real quick. I actually believe in the last podcast that you said you did. You say you see ghosts or you see images because uh, this is a topic <laughs> I find frightening okay. and fascinating at the same time because. Yeah. 
this has to be uh, like maybe it's not. I want to say a Russian thing, but a friend of my wife's says she sees ghosts as well. Like people from her family visit her, mm-hmm. and the creepiest thing, and she'll tell a story. Like it's nothing, like it's normal and say, oh yeah, my uncle who's been dead for so-and-so visited me and told me about something and said something about a family and said things like this. And I I find it, it it freaks me out for like the next two hours. I'm like, wait, is this guy sitting next to us? What's going on? You know, I don't want to sit in the guy's seat. You don't want him going home with me in the car. And then if you drive alone, you swear to God, somebody's sitting in the back seat with you. Yeah. So you keep looking back. Like I, Uh, ever since we've moved into this house... I like I used to never have problems sleeping. Mm. We moved into this house. I averaged like four or five hours a night. Like, there's something here. <laughs> well, there's always something here because I'm here. <laughs> it's been a good pod. We'll talk to you later. I gotta go. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, but did did you say that or do you say? I you... don't see. Uh, there's there is different ways to experience this kind of stuff. What happened is real quick. I don't want to take up. The whole night. I could talk about it the whole night, but it's I all right. I'm we're um, here. Um, now that I've been awakened, so so to say, you know, you go through a phase of awakening. It's just when you start seeing that there is more to life than what you see right in front of your nose. Mm-hmm. That there is forces in life that are way stronger. Uh, the energy. I mean. Nowadays, when you look into quantum physics, and it's all confirmed through, you know, science, Mm -hmm. but most people don't read into that. But um, when I started to wake up to these possibilities, I started to understand myself much better. Because I remember when I was about three years old, I would always look at the window, and I knew that there there were beings behind my window. I didn't see them, physically see them, but I knew there was presence. Okay. <laughs> Dave's taking off his headphones and he's running out the door, everybody. <laughs> it was very scary for me of as course. a child. Of course. Scary for me right now. I, and then I always, throughout my life, I felt presence. I felt presence and I, I was scared and, and I just, you know, when it, like in the evening you're like, oh, I just know there's somebody here in the corner. I feel like, and I just squeezed my eyes shut and tried to like go away with that throughout my whole life I felt that then it's come a point through this phase of awakening and coming to myself where I started to understand that I accepted that I feel presence when my uncle passed away not too long ago I knew he was in my room I started speaking not physically speaking, but speaking through my mind to them and just leading them to the light. I know that I attract some past over mm-hmm. as a people that passed over, but I also feel other presence. I feel I believe in angels. I know we have guidance throughout our well, dimensions. I, be- I and believe stuff. in them now after what happened to me. <laughs> I somehow think that's the only yes, reason I'm still yes, here. Yes, definitely. I yeah. was thinking about yeah. you after all of that and I thought, boy, you were protected. Oh yeah, I oh, was. Yeah. And yeah, there was definitely somebody watching. But I can tell you that when, when, when I started to accept it and started working with it, I became much stronger. I'm no longer afraid and I know that there is forces behind me, that there's spirits, angels, call it whatever you want, really. 
that support me, that are behind me and that make me, that makes me strong because I know they're here and I know they're going to take my hand and they're not going to let me fall. Bob, this woman's speaking to my soul. Yep. You get her out of here. She's speaking <laughs> to my soul right now. I mean, because of what happened to me, man, I yeah. really, it changed my perspective. I am a whole lot more comfortable with the concept of dying than, than, than I was six months ago. Of course. I mean, I know what happened to me. I know what I saw that night, and I know, you know, you can tell people, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure, Dave, you know, we hear you. And then maybe they walk away and be like, I think Dave's got a couple screws loose. But I really don't know on that night if it was a lack of blood to my brain, if it was my mind playing with me, if it's just our human natural thing where we have something built in that if you're going to die, like, you automatically get comfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. I got comfortable, man. I was okay. I accepted it. I was like, okay, well, you know, somebody please go check on my kids, kind of, but right. like I'm I'm okay with this right now. Absolutely. And I think I think if something happens to you, or, or I don't think anything's happened to you with that not level. To but, that dimension, but, yeah. But you seem quite okay with it. I mean, not okay with it. I'm not saying like, oh, I want to die tomorrow, but you feel this comfort, like you're like, okay. Yes. But I, I agree. know a thousand percent that night, I know what I saw. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what caused it, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely more comfortable in the fact that if something happens to me, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to, people judge you a lot. You will so. have to talk, right. tell yeah. me see, all about it. Yeah. See, this is the problem. Like, and that's the thing where it comes into, you know, the culture that we were raised in and being Americans and stuff like that. And we're not known for opening up to that side of ourselves, but yeah, you both are 100% correct. Years ago, when, um, not years ago, yeah, it was years ago, when I had that uh, artery that ruptured, mm-hmm. I practically bled out in our car. Mila drove me, and I was, the whole time, I was calm as hell. Yeah. I, it did not bother me. I, keep the kids away. Yeah. Let's go. And that was it. And then I just, I woke up after the surgery, but mm-hmm. I remember being... I wasn't scared. Like, and even before that, even like as a kid or whatnot, like, yeah, death scares the hell out of all of us. Yeah, it does. But ever since then, it's kind of like, eh. hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know if it was a comforting thing that comes over you. But yeah. for me, I remember I couldn't really breathe. I couldn't really breathe. And I was, my kidneys were killing me. That's I all bet. I remember. Dude, that's the pain. And then I kind of just, because it was cold. out. It was December. It was cold outside. Yeah, it was. And I remember just laying there. And then all of a sudden... I got real warm and I was okay. And I, yes. I think I drifted off somewhere and I just, I, man, I don't want people to judge me for what I say, but this is called a near death experience. Uh, it was actually, it was totally a near death. <laughs> it was experience. the nearest to death experience like said, you, you know can what? have. Dude, fuck it, man. There was a fucking box in my head that kept flipping. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. It kept flipping and showing photos. But the creepiest thing is it was also photos of me and myself with my friends. Okay. People, every, like, I was always smiling and happy in every photo. Right. And ever so was everybody else. But, like, I don't exactly remember exactly what friends, but I just remember thinking to myself, like, why are you seeing photos? Nobody took that photo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it was after I got out of the surgery that I really thought about it when I woke up another day later. And I really thought about it. Like, my grandfather's, like, hand came out of nowhere. And I have a feeling like if I would have grabbed that hand, maybe I'm not here anymore. 
and you start questioning these things. And it really was for me a near-death experience, dude. You know that, man. It was, yeah. They said I was 10 seconds away. Sounds like a book needs to be written. Yeah, I know, right? It's like <laughs> 10 seconds brilliant. away. 10 seconds away. It is a crazy story. And if, if and I can't tell everything, but if you knew the whole story, you would actually yourself probably believe in guardian angels because there is... The fact that he's here today is yes. insane. And, and if you guys have been listening to this reboot of this podcast, uh, this is episode 13. If you would have tuned into the first episode, it was fucking incredible that he was here on that episode. Yeah, it, was, it was incredible. It, and I'm thankful. And it's it's both a mixture of whatever is out there that's guiding us. I believe there's something out there. And you can you can say that's bullshit. You can say whatever you want. But I know because I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know what was in my head. I know what I saw, and I'm not sure exactly what caused it. And I'm not going to pretend that I'm definitely somebody who was somebody who deserves if there is a heaven or hell to go upstairs. I'm not exactly sure I'm that person. Right. All I know is is what I saw. Right. And it's a mixture of that, and it's a mixture of modern fucking medical miracle science that I'm here. You know, it's 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 the people who responded. It's the doctor that showed up right away. It's the German medical care system that took care of me. It's a bunch of shit. But for me to even get in the hands of the doctors was a fucking miracle. Yeah. It really was. So someday I'll be allowed to say more than what I said. And maybe it'll make sense to more people. But please believe Bob. Please believe me. It is a fucking miracle that I'm sitting here. So it really opened me up to being like, well... Maybe you should pay attention. Maybe you should stop and smell the roses a little more. Yes. Maybe you should appreciate those moments with your kids. And that's exactly something that we talked about on the podcast that me and Mila did, um, just the two of us. Um, a lot of her practices and beliefs, it, it, it basically teaches you how in every single, it doesn't matter what situation you're in, whether you're getting ready for work and the kid's ready for school or whatever, you, guys, you come home and you're getting ready for dinner just to slow down. Take it step by step and just enjoy it for what it is at right. that moment. If you're if you're like eating dinner with your family, maybe like sit back and just kind of put your fork down a second and look at the rest of your people eating and enjoy the fact that you have that. Right. And be thankful for what you have. A lot of people aren't. They always want the next great thing. And that's a thing. And you know, and I know I'm guilty for that. Ever I'm sure both Everybody. of you are as well. Everybody's guilty of this. We take a lot of the stuff that we have in life. And what we experience on our day-to-day, -day, you know, just the day-to-day -day paces. Right. Uh, we take a lot of it for granted. Yeah, we do. It's um, back to near-death experiences because it's it, we will have to talk, you know, privately mm -hmm. about this a little more. Uh, there's actually a great book from Anita Morjani. It's called Dying to Be Me. Mm -hmm. I... Um, through Dr. Wayne Dyer, his book, I got onto Anita Marjani. I read that book at exactly the right time in my life because we went through a big loss in our family. Well, my grandpa died, then his son died, then my, um, my uh, aunt's husband died, and, and, then and then my grandma. So it's all one side of the family, like wow. four people and grandma, grandpa and my uncle were about three months apart. Not even. Not even. And I don't know how I would have dealt with all that loss if I hadn't read that book. It's that simple. I read that book. I was in the awakening stage and I realized 
what it really means to die. And that's how you say, I am very comfortable with it. You know, I am very comfortable with it because I know what's behind the curtains. Yeah. And, and if anybody out, out there who is listening, maybe going through some kind of difficult times where you maybe lost someone, I can only suggest any kind of near-death experience books, read one. Anita Marjani, Dying to Be Me, I can only suggest, try it. There's other ones I've read too. Um, very inspirational. You, it will help you see things from a different perspective and maybe find peace in that. Right. And I would say to all our guy listeners, stop being too proud to look into other things and looking into yourself. Exactly. That shit helped me immensely because I used to be like, oh, I don't believe in none of this crap. I don't believe in this bullshit. I don't believe in this, that. I only believe in what I can see in front of me. And the fact is, is if you find your own, your own, your own, you don't have to believe everything everybody else does, but find something you believe in yourself and be proud of what you believe in. Like, I don't know, just, I, I just did it for my kids because I knew they needed to have somebody positive right now. And even though I went through some shit, I could still be positive and be positive in my situation. Right. And, you know, it was difficult for me to tell somebody about what I saw that night. It was the most difficult thing I had to do because people are assholes and they'll judge you. Right. right. And if I tell somebody and then they tell me, oh, that's just your brain from a lack of oxygen or lack of blood. Okay, I can accept that that's your perspective, man. Thanks for listening. You know, thank you. But you experienced what but you know. experienced. Right, and it was fucking real to me. Right. That shit was real to me. So I always say whatever helps you believe in that. You know, if it helps you survive, we know intuitively what's yeah. the right thing right. to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Right. Just don't be an asshole. If somebody's opening up to you, fucking listen. Exactly. This is also the first time I talked about my seeing or guiding people to the light. So I'm kind of opening up and coming out of the closet today. New name for the podcast. Coming out of the closet podcast. (laughs) Who's next? (laughs) My dad's probably jumping up and down going, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We want to end the segment? Yeah. Um, Mila, thanks for joining us. Never be afraid to join us on the pod. You're Definitely. always welcome. And I, hopefully we're not going to shove this one up our buttholes. Um, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> the night is still young. It is. So early. Well, um, I will start uh, soon with my podcast. It's going to be about the journey where I will talk about books that I've read, what I've taken from it, if I do any kind of courses or classes on self, self-development. So um, when I start, Bobby will let you know. Yeah, we will. And I will be your first listener. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, thanks, guys, for thanks having me. Thanks a lot. Thanks. And we are back. We're back. Um, that was a nice segment. Well, we called it a segment because we plan on splitting this podcast up tonight. However, I think it's better if we just tie a bow on this one. Exactly. We discussed it, and we're just going to end this podcast the way it is. I thought it was great. It went well. Um we're going to end this one, but we are going to record another one tonight and it's going to be in the usual direction that we normally, that you guys right. are accustomed to. Um, but this was something that was nice for the three of us to sit down and do something a little bit, a little bit differently. I know it's not for in everybody's taste or whatnot, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it as well. Um, so it's right at my alley. Exactly. Going through, and so. there are some people that do that really do enjoy it. And um, 
they were really asking for your wife to be back on. Yeah, so, exactly. So found her interesting. It was a great conversation. Talk to my soul, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was great. Um, so we just came back in to say bye. Not only bye, but let's really add in that we just added a new... Oh, yeah. I do have some news. Um, this podcast is actually... When we upload this podcast, it's going to be going up to very uh, quite a few new uh, platforms. Um, Spotify. Um, it will be on Google Podcasts. Right. Um, Stitcher. Cool. Tuned in. Uh, what was the other one? I have to look. I'll have to put it in the well, comments. Jesus Christ, Bobby! They can find there's us a lot. In, there was quite. A, you guys can, a ton of it, options now. I have us pretty much set up. Whatever we're on, all, we're covering all the main bases here. Right. There <laughs> might be a few. I mean, stragglers out it there. It goes that we from don't know about. yeah, uh, Apple, Blueberry. It's it sounds. It's everywhere. Any major podcasting platform. You guys can find us. We also have a new Instagram page, right? Very new Instagram page and Twitter. Wow. We have Instagram and Twitter accounts. They are both pardon.ignorance. Please. If you want to comment, comment on there, and I guarantee you I will hit you back. I spend a lot of time on Twitter. Exactly. And that's the thing. I set all this stuff up. I gave Dave the... um, We have an email address as well, pardon.ignorance at yahoo.com. Uh, shoot us a message. I gave Dave the login information as well. So yeah, we'll both be monitoring. We it. both monitor that. So you are going to get an answer from one of us and your concerns, topics, questions will be discussed. That's it. It's all from my side. We uh, hope you have a week. Same here. Thanks guys. Take care. See you in a minute.